welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in the theme parks. And speaking of theme parks, this guest today knows all about theme parks and how to get there. Today, we have Bruce from 407 Beyond Vacations. Hi, Bruce. Hey, Morgan. How are you? It's good to see you. It's so good to see you. I'm so excited to have you on, especially after our huge announcement that we are now collabing together. And I know. Together. How exciting. How exciting. Oh yeah. Friday was uh, an exciting day for 407 and beyond as we got to uh, expand our vacation and theme park community with, with the, uh, the announcement of, of our sponsorship uh, of the podcast. So we're really excited and I'm excited to be here today. Yes, everybody has been so wonderful and the 407 family and, you know, when we were first initiating this and talking behind the scenes of everything, you really stressed to me uh, that you guys are about quality people versus quantity and because you really want your um, clients and vacationers to have the best experience and even just as a, per, a content creator to help collab with you guys I've already talked to so many amazing people and your travel agents and then your other content creators um, like Meg and Gina and Rick and it's just been such a good happy thing and I can't wait to meet everybody in person and soon so Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know that they can't wait to meet you in person too, and uh, we're look, looking forward to our September meetup here. So uh, yes. maybe we won't disclose details yet, but um, yes. but we're looking forward to to meeting you and uh, our vacation planners getting to meet you in person. Uh, guess where? Uh, in a theme park uh, in September. <gasps> so. I'm so excited, and September is spooky season, which is my personal favorite. I do like it a little bit better than Christmas, but I'm really, oh, really excited. Morgan, we're not down. starting off on a good foot. <laughs> listen, listen, this is my show. <laughs> Be like, guys, sorry, the um, collaboration is done. We no longer work together. Okay, I will say this, and this is my only defense. My right. birthday is a week before Christmas. Okay, all right. All so right. that's why I have a vendetta, uh, and that's why I prefer Halloween a lot more than Christmas. So <laughs> because of your birthday. Because of my birthday. I feel like if my birthday I wasn't, I would still I would I would enjoy Christmas more. Anywho, anywho, we're getting off topic. But <laughs> do you want to explain your role in the 407 and Beyond Vacation company? Uh yeah, absolutely. So I am the founder and owner of our travel agency and we are celebrating our third birthday this September. So we are just <gasps> over two and a half years old. Um, we have over 50 vacation planners across the country who are dedicated to providing uh, high caliber, uh, very professional travel planning services to, to ensure that their clients, you know, have a terrific vacation. Um, and we always say that our services, um, you know, help our client that way, all they have to do is show up, have fun and create family memories. And, and we're really focused on our clients having the vacation that they want uh, in the style that they want. Um, there's no wrong vacation and our vacation planners, you know, work with them to kind of build out those personalized itineraries. That way they, they have the vacation of their dreams. I'll say this from doing the podcast for, I'm, I just started a little bit after you. I'm, I'm going to be my, just a magic's going to be three in December, but Excellent. there's so many people that do the theme parks. Like we all can love it, but we'll all do it different ways. Some people like prefer to drink around the world at Epcot. Some people like to do strictly rides. Some people like to take it slow and have a midday nap. And I think that having you guys 
just customize that experience to make it so much easier for everybody is absolutely wonderful. And can you just just tell everybody how much, you know, this sounds like a great experience. Like, why wouldn't everybody have a travel pants? This has got to cost something. How much does it cost to get 407 and beyond to plan your vacation? Yeah, so uh, we do not charge a fee for uh, our clients to work with our uh, professional vacation planner. So our vacation planners are, are trained. They have the resources, um, the trainings needed to provide a very high caliber service to our clients. Um, and our suppliers pay us so our clients don't have to. A lot of us theme park fans, especially I've done, felt like this too. Like, oh, I don't need a travel agent. Like, I already know everything. I don't know everything. Things are constantly changing in the theme parks and there'll be new discounts. There'll be um, new ride systems or there'll be new um, like fast pass type systems. And so it's nice to have literally a professional plan your trip and everything like leading up to it. And I don't see why like everybody, you guys should go contact 407 and beyond. Seriously, all of their stuff will be in the show notes, but no, I was just going to say you're, you're exactly right uh, to that point that um, if the services uh, are free, um, what's the catch? There, there, there is no catch. Um, and, you know, our clients have a very wide range of travel experience. So some have been to, well, Disney World, you know, three times a year. And some, this is their very first family trip. Um, and the unique thing about working with a vacation planner is that, you know, they can be as involved as little or as much as the client wants. And so if the client wants to do their own dining reservations, that's okay. If they would like our vacation planner uh, to do it, um, our vacation planners are more than happy to, to assist them with dining reservations. Um, and, and so, you know, it, you know, whether or not um, uh, a client has experience going to the parks or being on, uh, on cruise ships or, or traveling the world, um, you know, it's nice to have somebody in your corner who can advocate for you. You know, something goes wrong, God forbid. Um, they're the ones who call the supplier. They're the ones on the phone with Disney making sure um, that they can, they can try to rectify or correct any situation that's happened to you while you're on your trip. And that saves you time. So if anything at all, um, let us be on hold uh, for you so you don't have to do that. Yes. And the way that the systems have been having and whatnot, or whether it be registering for Run Disney or you want to get tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash, like those <laughs> computers can crash. The Absolutely. system can shut down. And that I know people have been on for six hours. And so it is nice to have someone else do it for you guys. Seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and our vacation planners love it. They, they, they love um, working with Disney or Universal or Royal Caribbean and just ensuring that the, you know, the plans that, that they have made uh, with the client are, are something that is, is certainly achievable um, and, and then just executionable as well. My very last question before we get into your teaser of what your most magical moment is, the whole reason for my show is what you know, there's a bunch of travel agencies out there. And I know why I said yes to you guys, but what makes you guys different 407 beyond different than all the other travel agencies like why should people go to you guys Uh, i I love that question and i could talk about the people involved in our community all day um and and so i'm going to try to keep it you know uh concise uh to a certain degree here um but it's the way it's the model in which we we manage our business and our travel agency and the high caliber uh, people that we bring on to to our team. And so, you know, I field um, hundreds and thousands of, of applications uh, a year. 
And I love it. I love getting to talk to people across the country who, whose dream it is to be a travel agent. Um, and as I said earlier, we're, we're, we have about 51 agents across the country. And um, the, the type of people that I look for when, when interviewing, you know, is highly motivated. They are uh, dedicated to, to this field and, and this market, and they have a passion, not just for vacations, but for family vacations and what that, and what that means. Um, we never define family uh, as a company. We, we believe that whoever you're traveling with is your family. Um, and, and so we're focused on making sure that the experience our clients have gives them the optimal you know, chance and opportunity to just be able to experience it in real time, not think about tomorrow, not think about, you know, checking their phones, but just staying in the moment with their loved ones and and experiencing the destination that they're at. And so it's that focus that we have as a company and then as individual vacation planners that I think really uh, provides a heightened experience for the people who book vacations with us to these destinations. Absolutely. And I plan to have some of your travel agents on soon and you guys can get Yeah, you guys can get to know them and their love of theme parks and everything. But talking about making having your clients live in the moment, let's talk about your teaser for your most magical moment that you're gonna be sharing with us today. Before we get to know now we know about 407. Let's get to know you. But first, let's get to your teaser of what your most magical moment is. Yes, uh, a coming together uh, at the Magic Kingdom, walking through the turnstiles and taking that group photo in front of the uh, Main Street uh, train station. It was just absolutely memorable. I can't wait to hear the more details about it. And but the first question I ask every single guest on the show, it's a very simple question is, why do you love theme parks? Oh, um it's so simple but it's so hard there's like where do i start (laughs) (laughs) it is um it it is tough but but my answer you know regardless of the theme park that you're in if you're out of disneyland you know you're here uh universal orlando or all disney world being in a theme park is an opportunity to just escape the outside world right for for a while you're on main street usa or you're in the wizarding world of harry potter uh it's an opportunity to just be present where you're at, uh, you know, an opportunity to escape the realities of, of the real world. Um, and then you mix in, you know, some, some really unique food and drink, uh, like over at Epcot and, or you mix in some really fun attractions like, like Hagrid's motorbike adventure. So, uh, just the opportunity to, to be able to place yourself somewhere else, uh, not worrying about emails, not worrying about checking your phone, but just living in the moment. That's my favorite thing about theme parks. Absolutely. And having your travel agents take care of it all. So you really don't have to look at your phone. <laughs> awesome. Right. Awesome. The only time you're looking Which at your phone is to take with... pictures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Take pictures and, and manage, you know, things like Genie Plus and, and Lightning Lane. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is a whole thing I need help with from, with you guys for <laughs> sure. I've kind of t- lost touch base ever since they got rid of the fast pass system. Like, no, I had that one figured out and mastered and then they go and change it again. <laughs> like, Yeah. As soon, um, as soon as you get it figured out, you know, there's, there's a new update with some new rules yep. some new time requirements and um, yeah, it, it's always changing. Always, always again, more reason to have a travel agent. All right. My next question is, not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you are the most similar to, specifically personality-wise? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, talk about hard-hitting questions, Morgan. Um, it, this is a bit of introspection here at the same time. So 
Um, you know, I'm going to say I, I really like uh, – I'm going to go – I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to give two. Um, I really like Buzz Lightyear uh, because of his um, consistent and constant – uh, positive outlook on, on situations. And he's, he's always dreaming about what's out there. Um, and then I want to say also Mike Wazowski, uh, because uh, his, uh, of his dedication to uh, reaching his goals um, and, and working hard and uh, doing that with the people that he, he enjoys being with, um, you know, those two characters combined would, would be the, my two choices. I like those. Those are really good. And, you know, knowing you for the time I have, I definitely can very strongly see Buzz Lightyear, especially as a business owner. Like you said, staying positive. And if there is like Buzz Lightyear, if there is an issue, he's like already coming up with problems or ways to solve the problem. And I think that is an amazing feature about Buzz. That is why I personally like Buzz over Woody any day. Okay. Okay. Nice. I, I do have I have a question, though. What did you think about what they did to Buzz in Toy Story 4? Well, I, I think it may be rectified in Toy Story 5 because my characters are be back together. And so I, I do think that uh, there's an opportunity for, um, for us to kind of get back to the Buzz Lightyear that we're used to um, and uh, back in the same um, you know, scenes with, with Woody because that was lacking a bit in Toy Story 4. Absolutely. I I will say very briefly um, how I felt about Buzz in the fourth movie is that all of his progression that he made over the course of the three movies prior, he just went back to, oh, this is, oh, this is my button. This is my con. Like, he's so much smarter than that. He's such an amazing right. leader and guy. And oh, it made me so mad. I was like, they made him dumb. No. So I'm like, I'm hoping with you, Hopefully Toy Story 5 will, like you said, rectify the situation. And then yes. Mike Wazowski. That is – yes. so when you brought both of those up, their personalities, are, um, I guess they're not – what is it? Like I would see Buzz is more of an introvert compared to Mike Wazowski. So, but they once you brought those both up, they kind of do have similar qualities of like hitting their goals and reaching for them. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah, you know, I really like that about Mike Wazowski, um, and, and not to mention, I really like the laugh floor uh, at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I have yes. picked, been picked a couple times as the guy who has to dance. Um, oh, really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have it, you ever which been is a lot of that fun. guy? I have not been that guy or the guy who has to buy churros. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I have not been that, but I, I have had to dance, um, you know, much <laughs> to the chagrin uh, of the people that I was with. Um, because they were pretty embarrassed, but um, yeah, oh, heck you know, Mike, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, Mike Wazowski uh, as a whole, I think, is really determined, and Buzz Lightyear is really optimistic, and I really admire those qualities in people. Um, and so I, I gravitate towards not only Disney characters but also cinematic characters who who have those qualities. Awesome, awesome. Well, those are some good characters, and I don't think if I can remember, I mean, I've done like a hundred and twelve episodes at this point. I don't think anybody said. Buzz Lightyear, at least the combination of Buzz Lightyear and Mike Wazowski. I know for a fact no one's done that, but yeah, that is really <laughs> good. good. All right. So a quick pre-question to my my main question is, how long have you been going to the parks? And then my follow-up to that is, if you could go on any retired Disney attraction, whether it was around during your lifetime or not, what would it be? 
Oh, uh, so I started going to the parks when my first visit to Walt Disney World was when I was in the seventh grade. And I'm not going to provide a year because that's going to date myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the majority of first... your life you've been going. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Exactly. Um, and then um, started going, you know, ever since. But but it was seventh grade. That, that was my first trip. Um, and if I could ride one attraction that's no longer there. Um, you know what? I wouldn't mind being able to ride Ellen's Universe of Energy only because oh. I kind of want to remember what it looked like inside before Guardians. So uh, Guardians okay. uh, of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is my favorite attraction right now. Um, oh, and very good attraction. Yes. And just that the way that the queue is all the way up to the attraction, I kind of want to remember what the inside of that building was like before guardians yes absolutely absolutely i i think when i asked this question too i'm like i have a faint memory of this ride or this show and i'll go on youtube and i'll find a video of it and it's super low quality or it's in the square format <laughs> back in the day you know and um that'll definitely help but that's a good one that is a really good one because like i have faint memories of that ride too yeah and it's not that 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 attraction was like overly stimulating or exciting or it's like the complete antithesis to what exists in that building now um yes. but it's just the transformation that that building endured you know internally uh that i kind of like to be able to compare the two contemporaneously at the same time absolutely absolutely that's so cool and going to what's currently there Guardians of the Galaxy. I was about to say Mission Breakout. My California brain was like, no, wait, no, scratch. <laughs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. Have you gotten all the songs that they can do uh, on um, the ride? I have uh, been on, I have re uh, gotten all of the songs except for Congo. So <gasps> what is that? Oh. Six out of seven or, or five out of six? That's yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Roughly around there. Well, I'll tell you yeah. this. Congo was my first one that I is got. That and right? I was... I was very confused. I was like, wait, what? Is this the right? Like, <laughs> did someone else take over as a DJ? Like, it just seemed a little out of place. But the second time I got to write it, it was um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And that Ooh, theme seemed good. very fitting. But what is your favorite that you've had on the ride? Um, I think it is Iran. I think that is my, my, my favorite one. Um, and I do like September. However, I am really looking forward to Christmas overlay version. Because yes. um, I have not done that, and, and, and I, uh, I'm a big Christmas fan, Morgan. So, so what you said earlier uh, was fighting words. But um, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for that that remix um, version um, in, inside the attraction. Um, so I'm looking forward to that this year. Absolutely. Have you done the um, the Space Mountain with the Christmas lights on? And during it's typically during a Christmas party. Have you done that before? Um, I was at the Christmas party last year. I think I rode Space Mountain, but I'm going to be honest, I don't recall. I don't remember. Okay. So have I you done it? I have done it. It was a long time. It was before COVID time. So it's already like okay. good three, almost four years out. But I remember it being like the, it was like a rock version of like the, like that, that song. And that well, was that just fun. It was really fun and also slightly terrifying because you can see everything in Space Mountain. Mind you, the lights are flickering, but you still see how close everything is. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it 
you know, crazy, crazy. No matter how many times I ride Space Mountain, Morgan, I'm always ducking. Because I'm always like, I'm yes. going to hit my head. I always feel yes. that way as many times as I've been on that attraction. So. Yes. It's just, it just, the wind feels too close where when you're passing by, it's like, wait, nope, just kind of shuffle down in here. You don't want to raise your arms on that ride. Absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> All right. And my very last question is, what attraction would you be devastated if it got demolished during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable, Uh, though. And then my follow up to that is there are three untouchables. Haunted Mansion, um, Pirates of the Caribbean and Small World. Okay, so those are exceptions I cannot name. Correct, because those are untouchable. Like if Disney did that, there would be an uproar. People would cause pandemonium if those ever got run away um you know what my answer is uh, it's gonna be a little unconventional morgan um i'm gonna say the new overlay uh tiana's overlay on splash mountain i think i would be heartbroken because really um i am really excited about this change um, I think mm-hmm. that Princess and the Frog is wildly underrepresented in the parks. I think uh, more Tiana in more places would be better. And just like how I um, really enjoy Buzz Lightyear and Mike Wazowski, I do think that the character, uh, a Disney character that embodies both of those uh, spirits is Tiana uh, and her determination. I, so I am so excited for that overlay. Um, I can't wait. So I know I haven't been on it yet. You know, obviously it's not open. Um, mm-hmm. But I would be devastated if they made that change to what is, you know, one of my top three favorite Disney movies. And then, you know, it was demolished in my lifetime. So yes. um, I'm a big fan of, of the Untouchables, as you say. Obviously a big mm-hmm. fan of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Mm-hmm. Um but, but I'm going to say an attraction that hasn't even opened yet just because of the <laughs> excitement that I have for this, uh, this new overlay. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I know we only have very vague outside concept art, maybe a little bit on the inside. We have very limited knowledge of what is going to be the ride. Most likely the track will remain closely the same. Is there anything that you really want to have happen or like a certain song or a certain something to happen in a ride that will eventually inevitably be your favorite? So from my understanding, I think there may be new music going into uh, or being written for the attraction. However, I would be really thrilled with um, Almost There. Um, being a song that is at least cameoed a little bit within the attraction. Mm-hmm. That's one, that's one of my favorite songs. So, or, or dig a little deeper with, um, yes. you know, uh, and maybe as you're going, you know, right before you go up the hill, um, and come back down. So, you know, I, I would say definitely, um, you know, I'd be really thrilled if there were some songs from the movie in there, although I'm not holding my breath that there will be. Yes, absolutely. I, I would really love it if they were, because there was such good music in that whole movie. Absolutely. It's you already my favorite mentioned soundtrack. <laughs> it's my favorite soundtrack for a Disney movie. Very good. Very catchy. Very upbeat. I will say this. Something that I would love to see happen is a meet and greet with Tiana, obviously. But and Naveen comes out on occasion for parties or Valentine's Day or Princess Night, etc., but I would love to not only see 
Mama Odie as a character meet and greet because she would just be so fun to meet and greet. I don't know how they would do it if they found an older woman that was just so spunky. I think I would enjoy meeting her so much. And also Charlotte. She is a hilarious character. I think she would be almost (laughs) the equivalent of mania as the stepsisters but obviously she's a lot nicer than the stepsisters so i think them two in addition to tiana and naveen would be an amazing meet and greet like make their own little bayou hall where we can go instead of princess hall and go meet all of them that would be incredible that's something i would want it's it's a stretch but if i could slip in a little (laughs) request to disney yes i'm here for it Awesome, awesome. Well, Bruce, thank you so much for answering all of those questions and giving us the background of 407 and why everybody should go get a free travel agent um, with y'all. But now I'll let you take it away and share your most magical moment. So we're in year two. You have you already done a four? You said it was the second four hundred seven week that you're talking it about. It was. It was our second annual celebration. The first one was virtual, just because um, oh. you know of pandemic concerns um, and Absolutely. getting together. The, the logistics were a little bit difficult um, in the first year, so we did a virtual. So we we did a series of announcements. In fact, some of those announcements were um, the addition of Magical Meg as our YouTube vlogger and spell the d podcast and gina coming on board uh as our official podcast and so um so we did that virtual and we we made a series of announcements online um but just you know this last april we met in person and so even though it was the second annual four seven day celebration this was the first time we got to do it in person person oh my gosh and that probably took a lot of planning itself and i know you guys are vacation planners and whatnot but how well, I can kind of figure it out, and anybody that knows numbers can figure it out. But why April seventh? <laughs> yeah. And what uh, is what was the planning leading up to getting everybody together, making sure that was a good week for majority of your um, travel agents and clients, and how did that all come together? Yeah. So, so April seventh is four zero seven on the calendar, and so that mm-hmm. is that is how we we came up with that day to to celebrate. Um, and so. Um, and, and usually we span it over uh, what we call 407 week. And so it, it's that week when we do a series of announcements each each day. Um, and then, you know, for this, this past event, we did the Magic Kingdom one day. We did Epcot one day and Hollywood Studios one day. Um, and and so, are you guys all staying together the whole time? Or we did. Are so, oh, my gosh. So how yes. big is this group of people that is all meeting up together? So, so at the time earlier this year, we, we had uh, about 27 people with us uh, that weekend, and we stayed at Pop Century, um, took the Skyliner several times uh, around Disney property. Um, and uh, I can say that uh, when this show airs, it'll be later this week, we will be announcing where Far Seven Week 2024 will be. So um, I'm excited to release those details uh, to our team. Yes. And I don't even know them either. So I'm very excited to know too. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And so you said there's about 27 people all wearing the same shirt. Can you describe this shirt for me? I've seen it. And I remember before I knew about 407, um, I was following Gina and Rick on the Spill the D podcast. And I'm like, what the heck is 407 week? 
also guys say great marketing by the way great marketing because like <laughs> me who's just casually looking through her instagram feed like what is this and now we're all working together but you want to give us a little um background yeah so um so as for uh the shirts that we had so for magic kingdom we had a, a blue shirt on uh, and that was our event t-shirt and so um for each 407 week we have a, a unique logo for the week um and that was on the shirt um along with some of the like the event details kind of that you know typical event style t-shirt and then the next day at epcot uh, we had what uh, was my favorite shirt of the week, which was a dark gray shirt with the uh, gradient blues um, that that uh, are the the color schema of Four Seven and Beyond, and with our logo in the middle. And so uh, that shirt looked really sharp, um, you know, when we were all together at Epcot. Yes, and so when you are going on a ride with a massive group of people, and they say, "How many in your party?" What are you telling them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, are you taking so, up a whole train on Guardians of the Galaxy? What does that look like? Uh, yes, we did. We took up a, a train and a half on Guardians. And uh, what was really cool was we filled an entire train for Tron. And if you recall, oh. back in early April, uh, Tron was still undergoing uh, a soft opening. And so everybody got uh, a virtual queue. Um, we were able to ride as a team. And so we have a slow-mo video um, of the entire team co uh, coming down the hill, all in matching T-shirts, um, uh, you know, on Tron, which was, is an incredibly fun shot. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Put that on all your branding. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And um, so you did all four parks. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, we, well, we did three. So we did, it was a, an event that was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We did Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. Um, now, some of us were there earlier in the week. Some of us got there um, on Tuesday, actually. And we did an after-hours event at Hollywood Studios, uh, which was fantastic. I mean, the park was absolutely empty. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And then uh, we did do Animal Kingdom a, a little bit on that next day. Um, but for the most part, for the, for the main event, it was that Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. First off, I'm a little upset that you guys didn't go to Animal Kingdom because that's one of my favorites. And <laughs> I, I don't know blame that's you. I like Animal Kingdom popular too. Opinion. Okay. <laughs> um, so no Universal this time around, but maybe next time. Um, when the um, team uh, was down for 407 week and, you know, we got off the bus uh, we were all walking in our matching shirts. We went through the turnstiles there at the Magic Kingdom. And then we, we, we came together for a group photo right there in front of the Main Street uh, train station. And it was just like, you know, having everybody there, getting that group photo. Um, I was extremely proud of, uh, of the people who were there, but that they had chose to come down, celebrate in person. We got that photo and we turned the bend to go down Main Street USA. And, and I'm just looking at, you know, vacation planners talking to each other, um, having a good time, working on their social media. You know, some are going live, some are taking photos, uh, doing videos together. And it's just seeing them interact. And, uh, that was just the, the culmination of a lot of hard work that went into these, you know, first two and a half years uh, of our company 
and bringing together, you know, these people, people who are passionate about this, who want to spend time together, who want to learn about the product, who are passionate about being a travel agent, coming down um, and celebrating together, we, us and our matching shirts walking down Main Street USA. It, it just, it, I just had this overwhelming sense of pride and appreciation for these people um, that, you know, it, it, it was just, it was magical. It was memorable. Um, and it's something I'll never forget, you know, our, our very first, you know, in-person event where we're all together at the same time. Um, you know, it, it's something that motivates me to, to today and, and motivates me as we go into the new year in, in four or seven week, 2024, um, to replicate that, that, that amount of, um, that, that, the, the level of community that we've built and continuing that as we continue to grow in the number of vacation planners that come on our team. Absolutely. And I bet you felt like a proud papa, just like, you know, watching all your, all your travel agents and all your vacation planners, just like you said, mingling and going back to one of the reasons why I wanted to work with you guys. And what really sold me on you guys is because you're your travel agents are just a number. They're not just someone to plan vacations. Like you really handpick them and you want people that are enthusiastic, like you said, about going to theme parks. And I think that how you guys highlight them on your socials and, you know, that they're meeting in person, you know, I think that kind of like helps like, oh, you know, they can compare and contrast stories and how to find a problem for this solution. Or if they, I, I love that they all met in person and, you know, probably made lifelong friends and, you know, probably similar to like similar experiences to like people that do Disney college program. We all came from all different parts of the world and the country. And, you know, we all bonded over this one love. And so I really love that right. you built a whole company around that and have been thriving and successful. And I'm just so excited to be a part of it. <laughs> and, and we're excited to have you join, Morgan. Um, you know, professionally, I, I'm really proud of the the level of uh, commitment that our vacation planners have for our clients. and But the amount of um, collaborativeness and collegiality that they share. I mean, we have so many messages going on on a daily basis you know, people helping each other out, providing information. Um, you know, it, it really is, um, you know, well-oiled. You know, professionally, I'm really proud of the way that our company works. Uh, personally, I'm really proud uh, uh, when I hear vacation planners tell me um, and, our, and our media partners that they have become friends with other vacation planners and vacation planners are taking trips together and their kids know each other and they meet up in the parks and they meet up on a, a Disney cruise. Um, you know, from a, a personal standpoint, I will say that is a, a, a very strong point of personal pride. And that really makes me happy. Again, on a professional note, I'm really happy with the, the level of work ethic that they have and they, they work together. Um, but, you know, back to my magical moment, you know, just on a personal note, it, it, it's just something that, that, that can't be, uh, can be beat. Yes. And then, you know, years to come, the team's only going to get bigger. 407 week is going to get even crazier and I can't wait to go. I'm so excited to be a part of it and getting to meet all your travel agents and whatnot. And it'll just be so great and meet the other content creators in person. I've already indirectly talked with (laughs) Gina and Meg and Rick and had them on the show and whatnot, but, or Meg's episode hasn't been out yet. So you guys stay tuned for that. Her episode is really good. Really, really good. Um, but again, you, you just surround yourself with such good people. And I think 
it just makes better product and better um, service and it just makes everybody happy and boosts morale. And it's not just, you know, here's your vacation, go have fun. It's you're really just catering to your clients and really making building a family and community. And I think that is definitely something to be proud of. Well, well, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, one of the things that we work at internally and as part of our mission and values is that our business is not transactional. It's not transactional from a company to our vacation planners, and it's not transactional from vacation planners to, to clients. Um, a couple of our, our, our core company values include um, enthusiasm, genuineness, and authenticity. Uh, we want people where they are, who they are, uh, because we believe that when people feel themselves, um, when they are supported, um, they can be enthusiastic and provide that high level of service. And so, um, you know, whether it's our mission and values um, or how we work on a day- daily basis, it- it's really all about people um, and-, and being ourselves and being motivated to to be able to provide a service to somebody else. Um, and so that is certainly a day and a weekend that that I'll never forget. Absolutely. Absolutely. And is there anything else you want to share about that story before we close out the show and where we can find all your adventures and where we can book with you guys? Yeah. So uh, you can find us on social media at 407 and beyond. um, And you can find us on the web at www.407vacations.com. You can, you know, look through our, our travel portfolio. We sell to Disney destinations, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian cruise line, uh, tours around the world. Um, and so we have a wide range of uh, suppliers that we use to, to send clients on their family vacations. Um, and you can get a free no obligation quote on our website. Absolutely. And I have all of those links. I'll put them in the show notes, but they're also on my socials to make it easy just in case you guys um, step away from this episode. But I'm so excited. I can't wait to, like I said, meet everybody and be part of the team and get some of your travel agents on here so you guys, my audience, can get to know them a little bit more and then also get some of your um, clients that have had wonderful experiences and magical moments and get them on the show to share how wonderful the experience was as well. That would be terrific. We're, we're looking forward to it and we're really excited about our, our new partnership. Uh, no, just that it was a, a privilege to be able to uh, to talk with you, be on the show, and I look forward to engaging with your audience uh, more in the future. Thank you so much, Bruce. I appreciate it. Thanks, Morgan.